welcome to Six Impossible Things, a podcast for the spiritually curious corporate professional who knows they are meant for something more. I'm your host, Marissa Fontana, empowerment coach and spiritual mentor devoted to using my education and experience in neuroscience and metaphysical psychology to help aspiring entrepreneurs step into their dream full time. Because your dream is not just a dream, it's a calling, and I am here to empower you to answer that call as if the world depends on it. In each episode, my guests and I explore life and work through the lens of modern spirituality and peel back the layers of collective conditioning to awaken you to the truth of who you really are so that you can reclaim and become who you were born to be. So get ready to embark on a journey where anything is possible. Your evolution starts here. This is Six Impossible Things. Welcome back to Six Impossible Things. I'm your host, Marissa Fontana, and today we have another interview, another conscious conversation with someone I was so excited and honored to talk to. Before we get into that, I just want to speak a little bit to the energetics of, of, of what we're in right now. So if you are following the podcast in real time, we are in a time where we are re-evaluating our relationships, our priorities, our goals even. And I don't know about you, <laughs> I love to be in reflection. I, I love to take a pause and kind of take stock in where I am and, and reflect back. But that theme has been very in my face lately, but in a, the most beautiful way. It has brought me back to kind of where I've started. I actually just um, had my offboarding call with my business coach, who, by the way, is going to be on the podcast. So excited for that one. Um, but we reflected back on where I was when we first started our work together and how far I've come. And really how far I've come is more energetic than it is than it is in, as far as like changing my business. Because what happened is it took me six months to churn and churn and refine and refine and evolve and evolve to end up right back where I was when I started this whole thing. Um, what I originally wanted to do, and I know that going through that process of uh, refinement and really reflecting and changing my mind over and over and over again, and now just to come back to my original idea, which was to blend astrology and coaching, it, it was just, it made me laugh, right? Because if, if something keeps coming back to you, if you keep coming back to something, it's yours, and so in having that conversation with her, it was just really eye-opening for me that this is mine. Like this is this is what I wanted to be doing from day one. And I had fear and conditioning and limiting beliefs and all of these things that were saying, no, you're not good enough or no, nobody's going to like that or no. And I just am so, I'm honoring the journey that the internal journey that I've taken to come back to who I was <laughs> before there was pressure in perfecting this and, and making it a business. 
also past friendships and past kind of business collaborations are are coming back to me as well. I had a really just unexpected and delightful and beautiful conversation with a friend who I haven't spoken to since high school. Okay. So it's been a it's been a while since we've been in contact with one another. But she is one of those people who will just always have a special place in my heart. And in conversation with her, just hearing her perspective and her support in what I'm doing. And what's interesting is, is to me, I think I've had this massive transformation and now I'm this confident entrepreneur pursuing this greater cause and doing business my way and all of these big, bold things. (laughs) But in hearing her perspective, she's always seen me as that which is wild because I had never seen myself as that. And and she just gave me beautiful compliments about the energy that I bring into everything that I do. And I thought that I had to work so hard to be valuable to people. And I'm realizing that this is I, I'm really what I'm creating is, is just a a way for me to consciously channel the energy that I already have to help people in a way that's really focused and really empowering. And that's what I help people do, right? It's just taking the time to pause and reflect where you've been and take stock in the relationships that you've had and the ones that that really light you up and really make you feel like yourself, I think is so incredibly valuable in your own discovery journey. It might seem radically simple and and it is radically simple. It doesn't have to be so complicated, but I felt really drawn to just kind of share those intimate moments of what's happening in my world. But now we are going to get into the interview. So today I am having a conversation with Barack L, who is the CEO and spiritual thought leader behind Femigod, which is a pioneering online community for women who are seeking spiritual enrichment and teachings and guidance in their practice. Barack was one of the clues from the universe that I received when I when I took the leap to fully be open about how spiritual my work is um, and really like bring astrology back to the forefront instead of light, letting it hide behind the scenes. And when I did that, when I claimed that on LinkedIn, Barack, I think within the week w- was someone who reached out to me. Um, and we just had the most beautiful conversation and we're essentially, we're on the same mission. You will hear all about it in the conversation. We talk about, our own spiritual journey and the intersection of spirituality and business and practical mysticism and how to take all of these things that we're learning and actually applying them to our everyday life. Because if we're not, then what's the point, right? And and it was just so beautiful. He talks about why he's on the mission that he's on and is just so real. And what I hope and pray that you get out of this interview is just that this can be fun. Your spiritual journey 
can be fun. It doesn't have to be so serious. Let yourself be curious. Let yourself explore. And if you're not sure where to start, Barack has built a beautiful, beautiful community online that basically shepherds you on that journey. So no matter where you are today, no matter what your beliefs are today, and even if you're completely new to this concept of spirituality, but you've been having this sense or feeling this knock on your door that there must be something more to what you are experiencing, I invite you to not only listen to the rest of this episode, but go check out femigod.com which is the platform that that we talk about today. And with that, here's the interview. Hey, here we are. Welcome to the first video recording of Six Impossible Things podcast. I'm so excited. I also am just so grateful. We have Barack L on with us today, and he is someone who really kind of came into my awareness early in my my journey early in building my business and just has so many amazing things going on. So much support for women who are on the spiritual path. I won't get too into it because he's going to introduce himself. Um, Brock, again, I'm so excited to have you share a little bit about who you are and, and, and what you do and kind of what brought you to this moment. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me, Marissa. I'm very excited to be here. Um, well, a little bit about myself. You know, I'm the CEO of a company called Femigod. It's a spiritual platform and community for women. We really, you know, this is a big mission. It's something I never thought I was going to do. I've been studying different spiritual topics since I was a child. You know, I had elders and teachers before tell me that I was going to teach and I was going to build communities and things. And I was always like, absolutely no way. Like, I don't want any parts of that. I just want to do my practice and live my life. I was Honestly, I just wanted to have a business, regular business, you know, not worry about any of these kinds of things. And, yeah. you know, slowly but surely, the universe has a way of just pushing you to where you need to be. And we started a yoga e-commerce store a few years ago, mm -hmm. and we had a really interesting blog on it about different spiritual topics, yoga, meditation, energy work and things. And women kept reaching out to us and they were like, you know, we love the blog. We want to find out more information. You know, some women were like, you know, I don't have a, safe place to really study or practice this. There's nobody in my area that I can really communicate with to about these subjects. Some women lived in really religiously and spiritually intolerant areas. Mm. And so we just started talking and we we're like, you know, we need to build something more. We need to build a community, a safe space for women to really explore all these ideas and be able to, you know, take what works for them and leave what doesn't, you know, get practical spiritual wisdom and study spiritual sciences and be able to really apply those to their lives to improve their yes. lives. And yes. slowly but surely we started building Femigod and now it's just turned into something bigger than I ever thought it would be. And it's very incredible. I'm very excited to be a part of it, you know, and we're just helping to uplift women on their journey. Yeah. 
Yeah. Amazing. And something that you just mentioned is, is really aligned. And I think that that's why we like clicked so instantly when you reached out is this concept of practical mysticism, right? And, and in the past and in history, if you were a mystic, if you were a spiritual teacher, you were like up on the mountain and you were living in solitude and you were in meditation all day, every day to really reach that level of enlightenment. But in modern day, we're integrating, we are reaching enlightenment and we are connecting with the higher consciousness. And then we're bringing it back to earth and we're bringing it down and we're using it to help the world evolve, right? Not not just to help our, our daily lives, but to really help other people move forward by showing them what's possible. Um, so amazing. I love that you, you use those words together, um, because I feel really called to the same mission to really be a bridge between spirituality and mundane everyday life stuff, right? Like not have to keep them so separate. And, and I think, uh, that is a topic that is growing and growing and growing in interest. And so it's just so aligned, I think for you to have built a platform for people to come into who are brand new to spirituality and it's not threatening. You know, you can come in as a complete beginner and there is information and kind of a path to follow, um, to, to help you along that journey. So I'm, yeah, amazing. I would like to know a little bit more about your story. So it's interesting to me that a lot of us do the business thing first, and then we have a spiritual awakening and then we shift. And it sounds like your spiritual path started a lot earlier and you didn't want to make it a business. And then all of a sudden now it's, it's, the lifeblood of your business. So like, what was, what was that journey like for you? What were some of the, the, um, what had to happen for you to get to where you are now? I mean, honestly, it was definitely a wild ride. You know, I feel like I kind of had two paths my whole life and then eventually they merge. You know, I had the spiritual yeah. aspect and the business aspect, you know. I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I always wanted to be a CEO since I was a little kid. You know, my mom told me that when I was young that I wanted to be a pirate, but I didn't want to be a pirate so that I could be a pirate. I wanted to be a pirate because I figured pirates need clothes and there was nobody to sell pirates clothes. So I wanted to sell pirates clothes. And so ever, ever since I was young, you know, I wanted to be an entrepreneur and I knew I was going to have a business. And my spiritual path, actually, when I was like five years old, you know, my parents had just gotten a divorce and, you know, my dad was, I lived with my dad and he became a lot freer and, you know, open to a lot of different things. And um, he took me to a comic book store called Nan's Games and Comics too. And when I went in there, I went to the front and there was this little counter and they had tarot decks. And I fell in love with it instantly. You know, I read my dad, pleaded with him, you know, asked him to give me to it. He finally got me it. And I just went home and got into it. And it was just like, I was enthralled with it. And it was so incredible to me, you know, looking at the pictures, reading the descriptions, seeing how it all works. And it was just like, opened the door and opened the floodgate to me. 
And from there, I got into energy work. I got into psionics. You know, I joined different esoteric schools and spiritual schools. And, you know, it's funny, you know, how you mentioned being secluded and doing your spiritual work in isolation and, you know, the mystical aspect of it. For me, Mm -hmm. for a very long time, that's what I thought it was. You know, Mm -hmm. I thought I had to go to the mountains or isolate myself from everybody and meditate. And that was a big, that was, I probably, that was a big reason why I never wanted to mix spirituality and business is because, you Mm -hmm. know, I thought it was something very lofty and something that should be kept away from everything you were doing. And then when I was about uh, 21, 20, I had a spiritual teacher, my godfather, and he really drilled into me the practicality of spirituality, you know, and he was always like, you know, you're always reading, you're always studying, but what is it doing for you? You know what I'm saying? How is it changing your life? How is it Mm -hmm. affecting you in a positive way? If you just study all the time and have all these concepts and keep, uh, comprehend all these lofty spiritual topics and goals, but you have nothing and your life's in shambles and you, you know, what is the point? And so, you know, he really drilled that into my head for years and years. And one of the things that when I really took on the mission to start Femi God, that was a very important piece to me. You know, I wanted to give women a space where they could take spiritual sciences and spiritual wisdom and actually apply them to their lives to make their lives better. Because that was one of the lessons that I got that was so important for me. So I really wanted to, you know, implement that. One of the things I noticed, you know, in different spiritual schools and studying in different esoteric orders, it was so male-centered, you know, and even the mm-hmm. co-ed orders, it was, you know, just male-centered, but they allowed women in it. And mm-hmm. I realized, like, there was really no space for women to just, of all different walks of life, to come together, to build yeah. each other up spiritually, and to really empower each other and teach each other and help build and learn different spiritual sciences that they could apply to their lives. So, you know, I really felt like it was something that was needed out there. There was all these small groups and little circles and things, but Mm -hmm. we really wanted to create something that was international, you know, a global community Mm -hmm. of women that could uplift and empower each other. Yeah. Amazing. You really have been an entrepreneur since you were a child. Like the mindset of let me find a gap in the market and fill it is like textbook what you need to be an entrepreneur. So it's amazing that you did that for your pirate business and then you noticed a gap for women in spirituality. And I think too, and I've noticed that same gap as I've leaned more and more into this business myself. I've been keeping my thing separate. I had my spiritual practice and I had, you know, my business coaches and things. And in the business world, everything is about networking and joint ventures and collaboration. And I see that happening all the time in other industries, but in the spiritual industry, we're not so quick to partner with each other the way that other people are. And I, I noticed that pattern. And so I, I loved when I ran into you because I think we're in the same mission. Like, yes, we're here to help the world evolve on a great, on a grand scale, but we're also here to create 
these communities because there's power in numbers. And as we learn how to not only apply what we're learning in our private study to our daily lives, but share that love with other people, it's it just snowballs in the most beautiful way. So today you chose, um, we're talking about resiliency. So this whole first season of the podcast is all about resiliency and the nine keys to resiliency. And the topic that you chose to talk about is empowerment. Such a good one. So Barack, the topic of empowerment, what does it mean to you? What has it meant for you in your life? I mean, for me, I think the key or one of the main keys to empowerment is purpose. You know, mm. people ask me all the time, like, how is it that you do what you do? I mean, I'm, I I work 24-7, you know, especially lately. And so yeah. people are like, how are you? How do you keep going? How do you, you know, you face such trying obstacles and you just keep blasting through them. And I think mm-hmm. when you really find your purpose or your calling and what you're meant mm-hmm. to do, like it gives you a different fuel. It gives you a different mindset because everything starts becoming about that. You know, everything mm-hmm. for me, you know, it really evolved. I thought, you know, in a way, I definitely don't have the time to do a lot of the practices and energy work and things that I do. But I feel like this has evolved my spiritual practice to where everything in my life has become an extension of my spiritual practice. So I think when you're starting off, you know, you have to get a point, you have to get to a point to where you're like, you know, there's a lot of self-work that you have to do. There's a lot of shadow work. There's a lot of development you have to do. And that's why I think a lot of times we really don't want to, mixed business and spirituality because we're like, I'm not there yet. I know even when I started, even still today, I'm like, I'm definitely not. I have a lot of work to do before I could even do a mission like this. And so I think a lot of times we get nervous and we get scared and hesitant because it's like, man, I still have, once you realize all the work that you have to do on yourself, it's like, how can I really help somebody else when I got so much going on and I'm not in control of that. And so for me, I had to realize like, it took a lot of people coming to me and say, man, how you do this? How'd you get to this conclusion? How are you doing this? You know, I was like, well, I do have something to offer. You know what I'm saying? I may not be the most advanced person in the world, but there's actually a lot of people out there that I can help and, you know, give guidance to, and, you know, my different skill sets have, come to fruition and allowed me to build Femigod, you know, and I think that's what part of empowerment is, you know, they say that competence breeds confidence, you know, so I think when you start developing the skills and start taking the opportunities, like for me, there's so many things that I did um, that I necessarily didn't go down that path. But the skill sets I learned along the way were instrumental for me to build build Fimi guy. You know what I'm saying? Like when I was 12 or 13, I started building websites. You know, I got into that. And when I was like 19 or 20, you know, I went to school for audio engineering and I wanted to do music. And, you know, I was very, and I did music and media for a while, a long time. And, you know, definitely got out of that. It's crazy. And, <laughs> 
didn't mm-hmm. want anything else to do with that. So, but all those skills that I picked up along the way yeah. helped me to build Femi God. You know, it helped me yeah. to position everything I needed to be in the right place, you know, because I had those knowledge and I had those skill sets. And if I would have never taken those opportunities when they presented themselves, you know, I wouldn't have been able to develop those skills. So I think it's so important, you know, a lot of times we have opportunities that present themselves to us and we're kind of like, not sure Mm -hmm. if I should take this. I don't know Mm -hmm. if it really is something I should do, but like what you're going to learn along that process are going to, even if you mm-hmm. don't follow through, even if you don't become that, you know what I'm saying? Say you, you know, you're thinking about becoming a doctor or a lawyer, you know, and you go and you start studying and, you know, you figure out this isn't for you. Well, a lot of, some people think that that's a waste of time. Like I just put all this time into this career and energy mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it didn't come to fruition. But in actuality, you know, the skill sets, the discipline of study, you know, the knowledge you learned along the way is what you had to learn to get to the next step and get to the next level. You know, a lot of times we ask for things and we try and manifest things, but we're not quite there yet. So we have to go through different steps and different processes to Mm -hmm. really get to that point. And that's really what empowerment is when you start learning these life lessons. When you start learning these life skills, you can really yeah. get to a point to where you have all the tools and resources in your tool belt to really build the thing that you're supposed to be, to really find your purpose and calling and be able yeah. to achieve that. Because there's so many people out there that say, no, I'm not going to do this, you know, when the opportunity presents themselves. And they don't learn those lessons and they don't gain those mm-hmm. skills. And then they wonder why, like, okay, well, I have this calling, but I don't have any of the resources, the skills to accomplish mm-hmm. this. But it's like mm-hmm. all those lessons you were supposed to learn along the way, you turned down and rejected. So, mm-hmm. you know, we talk about, you know, we call them the doorways to ascension. You know, whenever a doorway mm-hmm. to ascension presents itself to you, you have to step into it so that you can ascend and learn the lessons to move on to the next level. And it's so important because you never really know what you're going to do. You know, you never really know what your purpose or passion is going to be until you really find it. Like I never really, like if you would have told me 10 years ago, I'd be building a spiritual community of black women. I would have told you you're crazy. That's definitely never going to happen, you know? And it was so crazy because even in building it, you know, I tell people all the time, like, I felt like Noah building the ark, you know, telling yeah. everybody it's going to flood. It's like, how do you do this, you know? And when I found out, like, this was my mission, I was like, I had no idea how I was really going to accomplish it. I was like, first of all, I'm a man. Like, how am I going to build a spiritual community for women? Like, this is that. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I think I think my mission got sent to the wrong person. We need to switch or something because it's just I mean it's like, not gonna happen. And so you know, but then I realized like with my technical background, with my spiritual yeah. background, like everything that I had, it really all converged into this one point in this one moment for me to do this. And I think a lot of times we really neglect to 
do the things that we're supposed to do or jump into the opportunities we're supposed to jump into because we don't know how it's going to work out. And thankfully at that point in time, when I found out I was going to do this, like I had been through enough stuff that I was just finally like, okay, we're just going to do this and walk the walk. I don't know how it's going to get done, but we're going to build this thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think you have to get into that mindset. And then when you get into that, when you, you know, somebody told me when you become completely comfortable with the unknown, that's when you start to achieve your power. You know, yep. because it's like everybody wants to walk in their comfort zone, you know, but when you can make the unknown your comfort mm-hmm. zone and you can com- be completely comfortable with just you don't know what's coming next, then that gives you a different level of empowerment and that gives you a yeah. different ability to really be able to not only focus, but create the things that you're destined to create because it's like at the end of the day, we're all creators and that's in, you know, I know definitely at least for me, that's when I'm in my natural state, you know, when I'm creating or developing something or coming out with courses or whatever, it's like, Mm -hmm. that's when I'm in my special spot, you know, where everything Mm -hmm. aligns and I enter into that flow state. So I think, Mm -hmm. you know, the more you can systematically engineer those kinds of, opportunities for yourself and step into that, then that's really what will give you that empowerment. And sometimes, I mean, maybe controversial with some people, like I'm a big fan of burning the boats. Like (laughs) I'm a big fan of like jumping into it, cutting all the cords, cutting all the safety nets. And like, once you choose to do it, do it. There's no other option but success. You know, some people believe in having backup plans and things like that. That's not, I just, I don't operate like that, you know? And I think people, I think if you have a way out, 99% of people will take it, you know? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I'm a big believer in just like, you know, burning all the boats, going all the way in, you know, not riding the fence Mm -hmm. and just, doing what you say you're going to do. You know, you're going to meet a lot of obstacles on the path, but just be comfortable with that. You know, everything is a learning opportunity and everything is a learning experience. So when you can start to tweak your mindset and you can tweak your paradigms in subtle ways, like Mm -hmm. your whole life begins to shift and everything becomes empowering to you because it's not it's no longer obstacle it's a learning experience you know everything you're doing is just feedback on how to improve because and that goes back to what i said like once you have your purpose you know what i'm saying or your mission then everything becomes you know centered around or that becomes the center of everything you know so everything is just feedback and direction on how you achieve that and i think when you have your purpose and your mission and, you know, you start to change your mindset to align with that, you naturally become empowered. You know, I think a lot of, there's a lot mm-hmm. of techniques and things you can do that are important, like affirmations, things like that, meditation. But mm-hmm. I think when you genuinely become aligned with your purpose and your mindset starts to change and you start to deprogram, I mean, I'm very mm-hmm. big on deprogramming. I think like, one of the things you have to question all the time is like, where is my beliefs coming from? You know, yeah. is this something that I believe or is this something that was instilled in me? And yeah. so many times, like when we really do the work and question that, we realize that 
these beliefs are something that somebody else put into us. And usually they mm-hmm. cause us a lot of harm, you know? Mm-hmm. So when you can deprogram and align with your mission and mm-hmm. really change your mindset, I believe that empowerment just is a, it's a natural thing. It's a natural state yeah. of being because nothing will be able to get into your way because you, you'll have a laser beam focus. I mean, when you look at the people like, you know, say Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk or, you know, Bill Gates, these people that had this hyper focus, it's like once Mm -hmm. they had that mission and they knew what they were going to create, everything was just a stepping stone. You know, even Elon, like looking back at PayPal and things like Mm -hmm. it was all just a stepping stone for something larger you know, mm-hmm. and gaining the lessons and the skills to build on his true mission. And I think once you have that and once you and you have to ask yourself, like you really have to question like, what is it that I'm supposed to be doing? Like what am I here for? You know, I know you talk about getting out of corporate. And I think the main thing for that is just really realizing like, am I happy or not? You know, is this satisfying to me? I mean, some people thrive in that environment. If you're one of the people Mm -hmm. that really thrive in that environment and it's for you, you know, but if you're one of these people that are waking up and like it's sucking the soul out of you every day, like you have to start questioning things like what what is it that I'm called to do? You know, because and it goes back to belief systems. People install these beliefs in us that, you know, I'm supposed to go to school, get this job, work at this company. You know, that's what success is. And I think when you really can start to deprogram, you have a shift. And then the things yeah. that people say and the things that people, you know, I had family members say that I, I was like crazy. The family guy was the stupidest idea that they ever heard of, you know, and, but it when you're really aligned with your purpose and you deprogrammed enough, then those kind of things just fall away, you know, and they fall to the wayside. And I think, I don't think it's something that's necessarily like I'm empowered. You know, you, you think to yourself, I'm empowered, but I think it's something that you notice people telling you certain things like, how does this not affect you? You know, how are you able to do this? And then you slowly but surely realize like, I've reached a different stage in life. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I am what they term empowered because things don't phase me like they do the average person. Mm-hmm. I don't get programmed by, you know, the false reality like the other people do. So I think that's yeah. like those points are really key to like living an empowered lifestyle and becoming who you're truly supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. That that's amazing. I want to respond to so many of the things that you said. We, we are like right on the same page with each other. Um, I, the first thing is, is really what I'm hearing you say is, is empowerment to you is truly just awakening to your intrinsic ability as a creator. We are creative beings. Humans are creative beings and all this programming and conditioning and things that we have been led to believe and beliefs get get um, passed down our DNA for generations. So things that my great, great, great grandmother experienced are, I still have those beliefs, right? Until I do the conscious work to re- to decondition from those and reprogram and start to focus my attention on the things that I want to create in my life now and really start to break that cycle. And the second thing I'll respond to, you talk about purpose. 
Yeah, that is that is everything. And I believe that our purpose is ever evolving. Our purpose is to really learn how to be who we are. And and yeah, my focus is to help people along that journey through the work that they do. And and what you described too is like when we have that north star, it everything else falls into place. Like once we just set our mind to that's what I'm going after, then all of it, you'll just notice like, it's like Tetris. You'll start to see opportunities. You'll start to find the people you're so, and, and having this like profound sense of purpose just helps with the decision-making process because you can so easily say like, yep, that's an alignment for what I want or no, that's going to distract me. And exactly. Yeah. It's just like every, that's, it's everything. And a lot of people struggle with, oh, well, is purpose something I create or is it something that I find? And, and it's your own journey. Like it's your own journey. And and I do think too, what you said about all of our experience, we are always where we're supposed to be. We will learn the things that we are here to learn. And it's so easy for us to devalue what comes naturally to us when really that's what people want us to like fully embody and fully step into and what they're going to pay us to, to do for them. But we think, Oh, it just, that's what comes easy. That can't possibly be a business. And so your story really models, like you collected all this experience and you were born with the ability to understand things like technology and computers and programming. And, and now you've applied that to help you move towards this greater mission. And I just think you are a shining example of what it means to live your purpose because it's a never ending evolution. It's not like, okay, I fulfilled my purpose and now I'm done. It's how do I continue to lean even further and further into who I am and make a positive impact in the world by doing that. So amazing. Um, Thank you so much. Yeah. So another question I have is you mentioned a couple of times you have like all of the spiritual experience, all of these different spiritual practices. What is the one thing, if you could even narrow it down to one, that was like the most profound, like awakening practice, whether it's a, a practice or a study or a belief system or like a tool that you've learned that has really helped you along your soul's journey here? I mean, honestly, different schools of thought, you know, more science for me was mm. a big eye opening. It helped me gain knowledge of self. You know, it helped me to understand the universe, you know, different traditional indigenous systems really mm. resonated with me and allowed me to become the person who I or learn who I was, you know, and yeah. then become who I was because I tell people all the time, like, you're fighting against agendas from the moment you wake up. And, you know, if you have a TV, turn on your TV or the moment you walk out your door, because it's like everybody has an agenda and they're pushing their agenda on you and you have to be able to battle those agendas. So they until you have knowledge of self and really understand who you are, then you're constantly going to be swayed and bombarded by these agendas of everybody else. And so Mm. for me, you know, the different systems that I study really help, but I would say for the person out there really 
seeking to change and seeking to figure out some things in their life. Any system that is going to allow you to gain knowledge of self, you know, that resonates mm-hmm. with you, study that. And that's why at Femigod, you know, we have women from all walks of life, you know, and all spiritualities coming together. It's because mm-hmm. you each have a piece of the puzzle. And when you come together and put those pieces together, mm-hmm. then you can see the whole thing, you know, different spiritual paths allow you to gain different attributes and different um, abilities to move forward in your journey. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, studying Christianity can teach you a lot about love. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. A lot about compassion. Mm -hmm. Studying Islam Mm -hmm. can teach you a lot about discipline. You know, studying Mm -hmm. Buddhism can teach you a lot about peace. So it's like, when you take these things and put them together and get the information and knowledge that you need from them, then you can really integrate that to you who you are you know i'm a big believer of taking what works and leaving what doesn't you know and craft crafting a custom spiritual system for the individual because Mm -hmm. there's so many practices out there you know some are going to resonate with you some won't resonate with you but it's Mm -hmm. like taking to me the highest form of spirituality is a custom form of spirituality. It's not a one size fits all thing. You know, it's a, how can I build the most spiritual practice that's completely terrible to me as an individual and knowing and understanding myself. You know, I think that was one of the brilliant things that Bruce Lee did, you know, when he created Jeet Kune Do, you know, he, he took from the systems and created something that worked for him, you know, and I think, spiritually that's what we have to do so you know nowadays when i talk about my practice it's like i'm not even sure what i would call because it's such an individualistic thing you know i over the decades i've created something that really works for me and now it involves business and now it involves every aspect of my life so everything i do Mm -hmm. To me, it's spiritual. You know, there's a spiritual mm-hmm. component in every aspect of my life. You know, studying these different things over years and years and years and integrating them. Now mm-hmm. it's like a very holistic thing. And yeah. many of those components from different systems comprise that. And so it's like, I may not resonate with this particular system anymore, but it's like, that was the foundation that allowed me to evolve into Mm. something that works personally for me. And so I think like, and I think that's interesting because one of the things about Femigod and how it was created, why I created it and how it was created, like I went through so many different schools and I went through so many different lessons and like some of them, you know, I had teachers that were very hard and like I went through Mm -hmm. crazy experiences and learned like, you know, tests and trials and tribulations along Mm -hmm. the way. Like I was like, they, um, it was so 
challenging. Yeah. Like, and I was so grateful for the information I was learning, the life lessons I was getting, the knowledge of self. But I was like, there's got to be a better way. You know, yeah. there's, yeah. something, there's got to be a better way to do this. Yeah. You know, it shouldn't be this hard. And it's so, so like, hard, right? For everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's not supposed to be this hard. <laughs> it's definitely not supposed to be this hard. Yeah. And so I wanted to create a new way for spiritual ascension and spiritual growth, you know, mm-hmm. and then as I was creating and as we we're coming up with all this stuff, like I figured who would be the best person to give this to women, you know, they're the most deserving, you know, they're the mm-hmm. most giving, you know, a lot of times I know it's like with my mom, it's like they give out everything to everybody mm-hmm. else and then have nothing left for themselves. So, you know, I really wanted to create something where they could come and nurture themselves and recharge and get all the fuel and energy they needed to really be able to give out to the rest of the world, because that's who, you know, we get our first lessons from, you know, the mother is the first teacher. And so it was like, if we can make things better for women and give them a place to be comfortable spiritually, mentally, and emotionally, then the whole vibration of the planet will raise and everything else will come into alignment. Yes. Yeah, I I don't even have anything to add to that. Mic drop, really. You're you're like, you are nurturing the divine feminine awakening that is happening. You're helping accelerate that journey by giving women the space to nurture themselves and to wake up to who they are and so that they can pour from a full cup instead of to your point right continuing to give and give and give and following what we've been told we need to follow and all of these things um and really neglecting our own power you know just by by being able to lean into our femininity that way um just amazing. I'm, I'm obviously in full support of your mission. <laughs> like I, I love that you are so devoted and I love your, your story behind it, why you're so devoted to it. Um, yeah, we learn from our mothers when we're still in the womb, like all, all of those chemicals, all of those experiences that she has, we get when, when we're in the womb. So I love, um, just your perspective on all of that. So as we start to wind down, Barack, how can, how can women start to work with you? What are you offering? How can they kind of come into your world? Well, you can start by going to femigod.com. You know, we have, right now we're creating so much. We're really, we just launched a new platform. We're actually, you know, this week, the next couple of weeks, we're launching a lot of new additions to the platform. We just launched our magazine called Sacred Circle, which features women in our community and tells everything, you know, about what we got going on and different spiritual practices and things like that. And uh, this week, end of this week, we'll be launching the Temple of the Goddess, which is our online school where you can take e-courses to learn about spirituality and different things like that. And... We're just working on developing the platform. You know, we're working on creating. Um, when you come in, you're gonna be able to get a personalized spiritual plan for you, and wow. you know, a roadmap to be able to execute that. 
And we're just trying to provide, you know, we have a mentorship program that we're developing to where we can connect you with the right mentors you need to really advance on your spiritual journey and get the one-on-one or group practice. And so we're really creating a community that has all the women resources women need to evolve spiritually. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, if you want to come, come to femigod.com and really just begin to explore everything that we have to offer, you know, new stuff is coming out, you know, every week we're rolling out new stuff and we're really implementing a lot of things that are going to allow you to not only achieve the change you want to achieve in life, but know who you are and what it is that you're working towards. So that's really our goal, you know, to provide all the resources to be able to do that for women and to create a safe space to allow you to work with other people and connect with other people so that you can feel comfortable doing that. Because I'm sure as everybody knows, change is hard, you know, and Mm -hmm. as we're Mm -hmm. making those changes, we need a good support system and we need to be comfortable with the people around us, you know, and we need Mm -hmm. to be comfortable with sharing our new goals and our new aspirations and ideas with people. You know, a lot of times Mm -hmm. when you, make it your purpose to change and you commit to, you know, tapping into your higher self and elevating yourself, you're still around the same people. And those people are Mm -hmm. like, well, what do you want to change for? Isn't everything good? You know, why do you want to do this? And a lot of times those people can hold you back or prevent you from changing. So it's so important to have that support system and that group of people that can really support you and who you want to be and nurture that. You know, when you very first get into this, um, you're very fragile. You know, anybody is very, it, creating a new paradigm for yourself is a very, um, it takes a lot of energy that you have to pour into that paradigm before yeah. it manifests and becomes something real. So you really have to have that support structure and system in place to be able to, yeah nurture your ideas and nurture your thoughts so that you can grow and really accomplish everything that you're trying to accomplish. So that's really what we're creating at Femigod, a support system with not only the individuals, but all the resources you need to ascend spiritually and develop on your path, not only find your path, but develop on that and execute it and, you know, walk down that roadmap. And as well yeah. for, you know, if you're further along that path and you're a teacher or a mentor, you know, we have yeah. places for you as well, you know, where you can come and you can give your services and offer them to people that need them. Or, mm-hmm. you know, you can spread your message, right. and, you know, the skills and healing abilities you have to the people that really need them the most. So, you know, mm-hmm. we kind of attack it from both sides and really try and create a nurturing environment where you can get everything you need, whether you're just starting off or, you know, you're very advanced on your spiritual path. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I can speak to it um, from from that perspective, too. I actually met through your platform, one of my now just like closest friends and colleagues in the spiritual world. And we met through Femi God. So it's it's really no matter where you are on your journey. And and one thing I'll add is what you just described is just reminds me of an analogy that I've heard recently about discomfort and growth and how lobsters 
when they start to feel uncomfortable in their shell, it's a signal that it's time to shed and it's time to grow a new exoskeleton. But that in-between phase from shedding their shell that's getting too small, right? So shedding this life that is not is not clicking for you anymore, that gap until you figure out how to grow your new shell is really the space that you've cultivated in Femigod. So when you have those doubts and those fears and you're like, you know what, it was so much easier to just stay asleep and keep going that maybe it's not so bad after all, but you feel really called to do something else, you've, you've really cultivated a truly safe and nurturing space to hold women who are in the middle of their transformation. And that is so needed. And so I cannot recommend enough um, to join Femigod. It's free to join, I think, right? It was free when I joined. Yes, um, yes, yes. We're, we have, we're always going to have a free membership. You know, we're developing levels that are paid that, you know, offer yeah. even more to women, provide even more free yeah. resources. But there's always, you know, we want it to be accessible to everyone. You know, right. we want women to be able to get the health we need. And it's not something the free membership comes with a multitude of stuff. So it's not something that you're just going to be lacking. And it's definitely, you know, check yeah. it out, see if it's for you. And if it resonates yeah. or not, I'm sure there's something in there that can help to improve your life in some way, shape or form. Yeah. Amazing. So all of those links will be in the, in the show notes. Um, Brock, thank you so much. This was such a pleasure to have a conversation with you today. I know that this is not the last time we'll collaborate on something. This is actually the second time already that we've collaborated on something. Um, and I know it's not the last. So just thank you so much for taking the time, for sharing your wisdom and for doing your work. Thank you. Thank you so much for all your support, Marissa, and for having me and just for everything that you're doing. I sincerely appreciate it. And there you have it. So if you enjoyed the conversation, I invite you to follow, to comment, to rate the podcast, to share it with anyone who is curious about spirituality, about how to bring spirituality into their everyday life, how to bring spirituality into their work, how to create a business that serves as a channel to fulfill their soul's mission. And if you are on the part of your journey where you know that you are meant for something more and you just don't know what that thing is, I invite you to invest in a reading from me. I have 10 available for the month of August. So I will share that link in the bio. You get a recorded astrology reading a transcript, a customized guide on how to start integrating those insights into your everyday life, and the option for a week of coaching with me as a little bonus add-on. So if that's something that interests you, if you are really trying to find answers within yourself, astrology can be a really powerful way to give you a mirror to show you what you probably already know and give you permission to embody who you on a subconscious level already know that you are. So all of the links to engage with me, to engage with Barack will be in the show notes. And there are so many more of these conversations to come. So again, thank you. I love you. And remember, this is your dream. You decide 
where it goes from here. 